Elizabeth Evans and I'm a homeschooling mom of four young kids. I'm figuring this out as I go, but I'm here to talk to Bonnie, who has been writing and speaking on the subject for over a decade and has been homeschooling for three decades. My name's Bonnie Landry. I've got seven kids. They're ages 13 to 33. I've been homeschooling for 29 years. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandma, um, I'm a speaker and a writer, and I'm an advocate of joy. So uh, we're here to provide this podcast so that homeschooling can look like you imagined it to be. Record on this computer. There we go. Okay, we're recording. All right. So uh, good morning, ladies. Um, good morning. Elizabeth, this is Kelly uh, Briggs, and um, we're interviewing Kelly today. Uh, because when I first came across her on Instagram, I thought, oh, this is such a woman after my own heart, uh, <laughs> because all of what she has to say is about simplicity. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, so Kelly is uh, from Nova Scotia, Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is on the complete opposite end of the country from me, uh, but also near the water. And so I'm assuming, Kelly, that the smell of salt air is just your normal. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when my kids come home from being away at school or whatever, they always say, oh, the air smells so good. Yeah, yeah. For some people, it probably smells yucky, but for us, <laughs> the smell of seaweed is, is yeah. <laughs> so, um uh, And Elizabeth is from Michigan, so I'm not sure, how, you know, how much of you listen to our podcast, but uh, Elizabeth is, is fairly close to you. So, um Anyways, what I, yeah, what I got really jazzed about uh, was I saw something of myself in you when, uh, when I started reading your material and I thought, oh, this is so good. This is so good for moms to, to know this. And I'm so glad that you support moms in the way that you do. Um, and so we have, uh, you know, quite a few questions that we've come up with a lot of them based on questions that have been reformed from questions we've received from mums over and for me over the years many questions i've received from mums um you know and so we'll just sort of launch into those questions and sort of see where they take us right so and feel free to to um you know take a question where you want it to go because uh you're hearing these questions all the time i'm sure from the mums that are in contact with you yeah all right elizabeth you want to yeah. Okay, great. All right. Well, first, can you just go ahead and tell us about yourself and your family? Sure. So um, I'm a past elementary teacher. <laughs> Everyone always likes to know that. Um, but I've been home for seven and a half years now. And um, I have three boys aged um, almost 10, seven, and four. I got it right. And our surprise girl, because <laughs> we expected a boy, she's one and a half. Um, oh, so you're, you're almost back to the same. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just thinking, yeah. yep, I've got three boys and then yeah. my little girl. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I heard that in one of the podcasts, I think. Yeah, and um, it was a surprise. <laughs> we were like, oh, it's a girl. Um, so our household is very busy, like very busy and lively and energetic, of course, because, yeah, three boys. Um, and, uh, yeah, my husband and I have been married for 11 years and, um, our, I would say our family is pretty like simple. That's, that's of course everything that I talk about, but we love, like my boys love playing in the dirt. They love playing outside. They love like being creative and hands on, um, with their own vices. <laughs> so that's a bit about our, our family, uh, lifestyle. We're, we're kind of, my husband and I are also like home buddies. We go out, we have friends and stuff. I mean, it's different right now, of course, with a pandemic. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, our lifestyle is pretty simple. Like we love just going out in our backyard and hiking and like sending the kids out in the dirt. So that's a bit about us again. Dirt, dirt is great. We actually, um, we just did some, my husband removed some stumps from our backyard and our grandsons were happened to be over. And there was this giant sort of probably eight foot wide by four foot deep hole from where the stumps came out. Well, they played in the, that hole mm -hmm. all afternoon. I said, you know, I know you want to fill this hole in, but I think you need to just dig a hole somewhere on the property. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty Yeah, our boys just spent a lot of time in the dirt and the trees, right? Yeah. I have a special place in our yard where the boys are allowed to just dig, you know, like where I don't care, do whatever you want. You could build, you know, dig big holes or, you know, make a mess. So that's yeah. the same as our backyard too. But we often have to be like, please don't dig up the garden. Go dig the woods. <laughs> There's your digging hole over there. Right. Exactly. Um, we, our family structure, Kelly, is we had three girls first. And then, of course, once I had my first boy, it was like, what? You know, same thing. I, I thought I was going to be a girl family. Um, and then we had three boys in a row. And the, the, um, the sort of vibe of our family completely changed because, you know, by the time the boys were all around, the girls were all teenagers and young adults. And it was a completely different thing. And I thought girls were noisy. Yeah, until I had boys. <laughs> and then it was like, Often like oh, wow. <laughs> Big adjustment. Indoor voices, please. <laughs> I'm standing right here. <laughs> yeah. They're so excited about life. Oh, it's so good. So I, uh, what the question was really kind of burning on my mind, because this happened for me for sure, was, was there some sort of event or turning point were you just raised with parents who were you know lived simple lives or was there a turning point in your life where you thought oh my gosh I'm drowning uh, and something needs to give so what was what did that look like for you so I guess a little backstory because you mentioned about parents looking back like my father my father's an artist and he was always like around at home and we weren't like fancy or anything so I guess we were pretty simple and we did a lot of outside stuff and um yeah so I guess I did live in a lifestyle of that growing up but for myself personally becoming like a parent mm -hmm. a whole new world and um I think I hit my third kid <laughs> actually bonnie i remember one of your podcasts saying it was the same about the same time for you like i hit my third kid third, yeah the third boy in a row and i just i remember distinctly standing in the kitchen with like a scrap piece of paper with it this giant to-do list and i just had like a moment of overwhelm and like where do i start what do i do how do i do this and um when I had two kids, I was able to keep up with the host and my husband and I both like being tidy. We're like, we both have that similarity. We like tidy and orderness. And he, his, his family and his parents grew with, uh, grew up with his grandmother and she was very tidy. So it was just something he was used to, but you know, I kept up with everything with two kids, but then the third kid came and I was just crush. I was just feeling really like, I can't keep up with this anymore. Like I can't keep up with everything at all times. And that's something that I talk about a lot. Um, so yeah, I was literally standing with a scrap piece of paper and just like having a moment of surrender of like, I can't do this anymore. Like something has to give. Um, and then that was like my defining moment, just standing in the kitchen being like, <laughs> um, yeah, that was definitely like a turning point. And from there, um, that's when things started to change because I recognized that I just couldn't keep up 
anymore, you know? So yeah, yeah that was my depression. Yeah, and you realize you're like, oh, you're almost like you've been driving yourself nuts, right? Yes. Um, we had, uh, there's, there's a beauty in order. And I think that that was the, the big thing for me is when I started having less and ha having more order and appreciating that, um, what I think what I really appreciated was, was the beauty of it, right? There's this, I don't know if I've shared this story before in the podcast, but one time I had my family over for dinner and there was, you know, there's a lot of us, right? So there's, you know, I don't know, 18 people or 20 people in my house. And, um, my sister-in-law walks in. I don't think she'll be listening. <laughs> she walks in and she goes, it's always so peaceful at your house. It must be all the wood, right? And, and like, cause there's, you know, we have a lot of wood in our house and it was such a funny thing because to me, it's all the not stuff. Right. Yeah. And, and there's, there's something about that. That's just very attractive to people, but they can't put their finger on it. Right. What's, what's going on here sort of thing. So, okay, well, that's good. I'm glad to, to know that there was like, it's like a conversion story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, so then what do you do personally to simplify your family life? Um, so there's so many different things that I could talk about. Um, but the first thing that I want to share, because uh, for the listeners too, is that I didn't have it figured out and I still don't have it all figured out, quote unquote. It was just that moment of something needs to change. Okay, I need to start making small incremental changes. And I have to remind myself of that often too, because often I know for myself, I'll look at the bigger picture and be like, I want to be at stage 10, but we're still at stage zero. Let's go from zero to the next thing, to the next thing. So during that moment of myself stressing out standing in the kitchen, um, I think the very first thing that I did was actually tackle more of like the home stuff. So I went on a decluttering rampage. <laughs> I was like, I need to get stuff out. I had like letters from junior high, you know, like, you know, the letters that you write to your girlfriends. I'm like, why do I have these? I don't want these. I don't want to pass these on. So um, that was something that I felt called to, called to do first was just like simplify the home and um, getting rid of stuff. So that is um, something that I do personally and still do is kind of like maintenance decluttering, I call it. Um, it's so key because we have four kids and you do too, Elizabeth. So staying on top of um, like periodically, not staying on top of surface stuff because there's always surface stuff with kids, right? Like there's right. no way it could be perfectly Instagram, quote unquote, perfect because we live here, right? So, mm -hmm. um, so what I do personally is definitely like the decluttering, the maintenance decluttering. And I recently put a donation box by our front door so it would stop piling up in our basement. <laughs> simple tweaks, right? So small, simple tweaks over time. Um, and that's been really good for us. And um, just learning how to simple plan over time. I was not so... When I was standing in the kitchen with my to-do list, I was not a planner at that point. I was like a sticky notes all over the walls. And I had a sewing business at the time. And I remember like sticky notes on my computer and my sewing machine and on the table. And, and I'm like, oh no, my toddler just ate my note. Like where did no, it go? Sticky notes and children. This is not really a good, a good <laughs> mix, right? <laughs> it wasn't a very good strategy. So I, I was like a list taker and I would write things, but I wasn't very like organized or simple in that manner. So learning, like um, I learned about bullet journaling because I had a really good friend who kind of suggested it to me. She, she's like, Kelly, I think you'll like this. And the first time she suggested it, I was like, oh no, I'm good. <laughs> 
But then when I had that moment of surrender, I was like, you know, maybe I'll look into it. And that really kind of changed things for me. And I started learning just simple skills. Nothing like if you um, Google search bullet journaling, a lot of people are like, ah, I do very simple stuff like paper and pen and just simple, you know, I'm not, I don't doodle or anything like that. I just get my thoughts on paper. And that kind of really helped me along the way, just learning like basic planning skills for, you know, homeschooling, um, meal planning, um, and all flexible too. Like I love planning, but I'm also, um, you know, flexible in knowing that there's six of us in the home. Plus my dad lives with us now and things can change in, on a dime. So, um, yeah, so learning planning skills, um, over time has been really helpful in simplifying our, our home. Um, I find like for myself, if I don't write things down that we just don't do it. I don't know. Maybe it's my husband and I, cause we're like such, we're like low key people. And if we don't write things down or talk about like intentional things we want to do as a family, we'll just be like, let's just sit here and drink tea all day. Or like, you know, you know what I mean? And yeah. then life just kind of happens around us because our kids are so lively they will just do stuff all day and be happy and then the house will be an explosion <laughs> that's another issue um but yeah so like planning and writing things down in paper and also talking to my husband and like writing things down together um has really helped simplify our home um i know that that might not be a strategy for everybody but um there is something about writing things down and like it just like sticks you know what i mean well, I think that what happens when you write, for me anyway, what happens yeah. when I write things down, my day always starts and ends with a list, right? And it, I can let it go, right? So I'm not, I'm not sort of thinking, is there something, something going, you know, so what am I trying to remember, you know? Yeah. So if I write things down in the morning that are on my head and my brain, and then I write things down in the evening, then I can just let it go, right? I'm not thinking about, okay, it's written down, and I can address that tomorrow when I go to sort of, you know, check things off or whatever. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's something really, I don't know, freeing, I guess, about, about writing it down. Right. Well, and not only that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, if you make a list, you know, to get things done, then you feel more accomplished because at the end of the day, you can look and see, you know, oh, I checked off three out of five things. I actually did have a productive day. I did. <laughs> yeah, I know. Always put hug your kids on your list too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I think like in the process of learning how to simple plan that in the beginning, of course, I was still like making these massive to-do lists, but like over time, writing things down, the practice of writing things down in a proper book to not just sticky notes kind of helped me to see like, I'm being totally unrealistic with my expectations of myself yeah. <laughs> and of the kids. And it just kind of like, it really just, it's almost um, a tool for reevaluation or evaluation or, um, you know, just to see it and be like, I'm not crossing off all these things and I feel stressed out because I'm not crossing off all these things or this is unreasonable. So that was kind of like a long process for me to kind of just over time see. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to mention a, um, a, a resource because I think it would play well into this. Our last is <laughs> becoming a theme. Our last couple of um, interviews we've talked or well, I think one was just questions we were answering, but we've talked a lot. It's just come up naturally about sort of assessment and evaluation taking the time to do that, right? And how that how that in and of itself really changes um, the nature of our life, whether it's, a, you know, a, 
something we're doing ourselves individually or, or with our spouse or our family. Um, and the resource that I'd like to mention is called, um, do you know who Tish Oxenreiter is, The Art of Simple? Yes, I, I haven't read it, but I've heard of it. Okay, so uh, this, she has a website called The Art of Simple. I haven't read the book either, but I've spent some time on the website for sure. Um, and she has a, uh, a resource on her website for developing your family purpose statement, right? And I mean, this may seem unrelated, but I really don't think it is because uh, when you spend time developing a family purpose statement, um, it really helps you to to define what it is that matters to me and therefore on the day-to-day -day, that really becomes a um, a tool for you to say okay you know what these things on my to-do list actually don't matter very much to me right mm -hmm. you know whether we have a beautifully landscaped yard or whether we you know repaint the house or whatever you know whatever it is but it's a it's a really so she really lays it out really clearly how long this will take this is something to do with your spouse this is the kind of time you need to put in this is what your goal is and she helps you come up with both a, an actual statement this is our family purpose statement but then kind of defining that what does that actually mean right in the in the different areas of my life i really recommend that so if you go on the the website theartofsimple.net i believe it is i'll put it in i'll find it for the show notes and just type in the search bar family purpose statement that will come up because that's a really useful tool and I'll, I'll just share a very quick story um i years ago before long before i came across this that was something I did because I like to write and writing is therapeutic for me. I had come up with our own family statement, right? And I ended up giving some talks on it to homeschool groups and whatnot back in the day. And when, so after my daughter was born, when I was, she was, she's 14 now, but after she was born, I got very, very, very sick. And I was sick for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I ended up, you know, become very close to dying. They don't know why I, I survived. Um, I had a bowel obstruction and I ended up having a, an emergency bowel resection, but I got, it became obstructed over time. Um, and the, um, anyway, the upshot of it was, was, was that I said to Albert, you know, I'm either going to be hospitalized for a long time or I'm going to die and you, uh, we need to talk about this, right? And he was like, no, 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 it's fine. We're not going to, that's not going to happen. And, um, and I said, no, it, it is going to happen. I'm really serious. I had a sense of, I knew how sick I was. And, um, but the, that purpose statement that I hadn't referred to in a long time was in my brain. It was really solidified in my brain. And I was able to say to him, what's important to me right now is that we revisit why we've made all the decisions we've made to this point, right? And I, I need you to just listen. You're gonna make what, if I die, you're gonna make whatever decisions you make. However, I want it to be fresh in your mind why we've made all the decisions we've made up till now. And so that you're equipped to make decisions for the future, right? And that that singular moment, you know, what, which was 20 years later, you know, 15 years later, from making that statement changed everything because I was able to lucidly say, you know, let's look at this. Right. And so, you know, it, from a daily thing to a, to a life changing thing. Right. And so anyway, just a thought that might be useful to listeners. <laughs> that was actually my next point on okay. how simplified our, our family life or our home life is like looking at our values and priorities and to like, think about what are the things that we value? Is it getting outside? Is it keeping up with all the laundry? Is it, what is it? What are those things? So that was something again, that like we just, just explored over time. 
yeah and um, that my husband and I kind of like talked about here and there um and did yeah. you define that was that something you clearly defined because you like to write as well right so yeah um we okay. I I have looked at um the artist simple because I think you blogged about it Bonnie and I was looking at it I think I need to go through it in more detail we have like a basic you know values and priorities what we prioritize as a family um our homeschool one is is um the encourage one another and build each other up and i have that up on our wall because i think that's such a for us like that is like our focus right like what are we doing here right we need to encourage one another and love each other and um you know and go forth kind of thing so that's like our our simple one but i really i think i'm definitely encouraged to go through even deeper in that and i've been thinking about that recently too like you know not to be morbid but you know what if i died or my husband died and like what is our what are our family's values and priorities going forward so that yeah so that yeah that was definitely like a part of realizing um, and looking to to make a more intentional, simple life for our family was really diving in deep on those important things because it's so easy, as you both know, that the days can just go by so quickly and life can happen to you, right? Like without really thinking about it, you know, like the kids need diapers change and all those kinds of things in your day or, you know, the boys take over the house <laughs> with marble tracks like this morning, but like, yeah, it can just take over if you're not um, really thinking about well, what's important. Okay, guys, it's time to get out for a walk because that's an important thing for us as a family or or to pray together or what are, whatever those values and priorities are um, for your family. So yeah, that was my next point too. So yeah, yeah, no, that's <laughs> great. And we, we, we ha can't, we have to avoid becoming victims of our own lives, right? And that, that's something that, you know, I think is people are way more aware of now than than you know even 10 15 years ago right um so did i was it my question next yeah elizabeth okay so this is a question that just all the time happens all the time all the time with homeschool moms how do i do it all right how do i do it all and so i was hoping you could speak to that and um, so i kind of touched on it a bit but yes. basically just like i just the acceptance of that I can't do it all. I can't keep up with all things at all times. And that um, that's going to, for me, it leads to burnout. Like if I'm trying to get everything done, if I'm trying to make my massive to-do list and be like this productive productivity robot, like that is going to burn me out. Like we need time for rest and we need time for, you know, reading or whatever it is that just um, fills us up. And that again, like coming back to having my third kid and that huge realization like I can't keep up with this anymore and that I shouldn't because I can't I can't give back to my family if I'm just constantly burnt out uh, so that's what was happening with me and that is a common um, question that I definitely hear a lot or, or moms sharing like how do I keep up with everything or I or how do I there was a question recently about um, how do I keep up with all the chores while homeschooling and having more time with my daughter, right? So it's just like, it, it's that's where it comes down to the values and priorities to really like dive deep to be like, what is it that matters most uh, for my family? And um, is it having a tidy house 24 seven? Or is it 
having a balance? Is it like focusing more on building habits with the kids as they get older to help that home to be more simple and tidier and that kind of thing? And that takes a lot of work. <laughs> like, yeah. It takes a lot of work to build those habits. Um, but that is a value of our family is to like help create these habits of, and you know, chores and tidiness and, and not to like obsess over perfection because that's also going to lead to burnout, I found. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so to be realistic with our expectations and realize that it's impossible really to stay up with everything at all times. It's just a matter of prioritizing and coming back to that over and over and over. It's not like a one and done kind of process. Yeah. yeah. I have a question for you uh, that's uh, related to this, that one of the things that <clears throat> I found over time is I, I during sort of crisis times, and I'm using the word crisis because, of course, the birth of a baby isn't a crisis, but it's it's a time of, of um, you know, uh, where you have to kind of fold it on ourselves in a sense, right? And so I made the area that I kept tidy very, very tiny. And so I just had to make a mental decision that I wasn't going to care about the other areas of my life right now, that I all only was going to care about this. Mm -hmm. And as you know, I gained traction in terms of energy and whatnot, then, then I could expand my area little by little, but it was, you know, is that something that you do? Because, um, that's been a, that was a huge help for me. So for having a baby or, um, or you know, somebody sick or whatever, you just make a decision not to care about certain areas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I definitely use that as a strategy. Um, I hurt my back or had some muscle issues like a few weeks ago and that was the kind of thing I was um I like to keep my bedroom tidy and you know what we're gonna let the laundry go to plan b instead of plan a for our laundry um and same with like dishes and things around the house and of course it's hard but it's really good to just kind of sit and remind yourself you know I just had a baby or I just hurt my back or I have a child who's being tested for COVID because we had two <clears throat> in September. Um, they didn't end up being positive, but we had to, you know, put them in their own bedroom and my husband was with them and I was on my own with the three kids. And I'm like, okay, let's take those regular expectations and the regular amount of household stuff getting done down to here. Yeah. <laughs> remind myself of that too because you know otherwise it starts creeping back up again and then the overwhelm starts creeping up and it's like oh no right I can't I can't do that to myself because I've got a child sick with my husband and it's got to come down so yeah it's definitely we can, we can eat off paper plates right yeah yeah <laughs> we, have, we have permission to do that yeah we can live out of laundry baskets and we can <laughs> play in the dirt and yeah Okay, so I think the next question is probably the one our listeners are going to want to hear the most, I think. Yeah, well, um, could you tell us about what you do and how your work can support homeschoolers? Um, so I've been in social media for quite a long time, but I think it's been the past few years that I've really like focused in on my, not, I'll focus on, on the things that kind of like my own journey. So I've been sharing more about my own journey and what works for us and myself um, as a person. And of course that is like simple, simple living, simple um, home life and like decluttering and all the things. Um, so I guess really it's been the past year that I really had this clarity of like, you know, um, encouragement to 
go out more and encourage moms even more in this area because I just keep hearing from so many moms like myself who are feeling overwhelmed. So a lot of what I do is just create a lot of content free stuff, you know, on my blog, um, mail list and that kind of thing, uh, which has been ongoing, um, but just like in a deeper way to um, encourage like what, you know, to, to all of us as moms to think about what matters most, what are our values um, and a lot of practical stuff too. So a lot of what I share to moms are, you know, tips to make things simpler around the home and Hey, it might not work for you. Um, but, some of it might because I'm more so sharing my journey and I think that's so important to be real and to share um, my journey with other moms and encourage them in, in their in, in their life as well. Um, I recently actually uh, launched a course for the first time. I <laughs> I never really had plans to it just kind of you know you know when something comes and then you just I gave a lot of space to uh, to discern it and stuff um, but it's basically simplifying home life and that's been wonderful and I plan to carry that forward. Yeah, um, how many times have you run that? This is in its first run right now and I'll okay, probably be cool. running it again next year and um, it's a uh, yeah but it, it's a lot of what I share on social media it's just kind of like in a course format but yeah um, so that's that's uh, my focus for my focus is on busy moms or just moms at home. Um, so it's not specific to homeschooling, but of course I'm a homeschooler. So I do have a lot of homeschooling friends and people who uh, follow along. And um, so for homeschooling, a lot of the tips that I share for home life or routine, uh, I do talk or share some things about our homeschooling routine or quiet time routine. So those are all kinds of things that help uh, homeschooling people who, um, find me or follow me and I do a lot of like friend one-on-one -on -one help too you know um a, a recent especially during the pandemic I had a lot of friends and people reach out to me to be like ah where do I start with homeschooling and 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 you know the first thing that I do is like breathe and like you know start simple because it's really overwhelming right like you know or just even being home and managing a home can be super overwhelming you know everything what you talked about today it can be so overwhelming so yeah that's a bit about that well, I think well, what, I, one thing sorry go ahead go ahead <laughs> okay uh, I was just gonna say that you you're really good at nuggets like you, you know a lot of times the things you're sharing on social media is just one little take away right and we just need that so badly rather than you know sort of being being bombarded with information just one little thing that you could do today mm -hmm. to make yeah. life simpler right so <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the donation box by yeah. our store like yeah. little things uh, a lot of little things over a long period of time really lead to big changes big right changes, exactly what mm -hmm. were you going to say elizabeth well i was uh just thinking when i hear you know simplify your life i think of getting like purging things right mm -hmm. um and one thing that's always been a struggle for me is um as i think most couples have gone through periods of financial strain followed by periods of financial security mm -hmm. um but those periods of financial strain kind of hang on almost like ptsd and so when i think to start purging stuff i think well what if i need it you know can i afford to buy this again you know because it's kind of expensive, but it's taking up space. What if I never need it again? Can you speak to that at all? Um, I can, yes. Um, Great thought. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was, 
Yeah, that is definitely a common thing that a lot of people struggle with for sure. Um, I'm just thinking of my own journey. Like when I went through all our stuff, it was when I first started it, I did like a big declutter of our home. Like, just like, you know, the things that were easier in some ways, like the junior high letters and like, you know, bigger things like that, like you're talking about like finances and stuff that was kind of something that we looked at over time to, to look at, are we using this? Do we need this? Is it easily replaceable? Um, and most of the time it was yes. And like, even the things that we've gotten rid of that we ended up needing in the future, it ended up finding our way back to us or somebody gave us to it for free or we found it at a thrift store or we have a community where we live where I'll post in the community group and be like hey does anybody have this was the other day <laughs> my dad and my husband were um, expanding our driveway with paver stones and they needed a tamper to tamper down the paver stones and I was like hey anybody have a tamper and there were there were two people who offered their tamper so it's just like a different way of looking at it um, yeah. and, um, yeah, so I, I don't know if I completely answered that, but it's definitely, it's like a process. You don't have yeah. to get rid of that. If you're not ready to get rid of it, there's no rules for decluttering. Sure. Yeah. There's so many different ways to go about it. Like you can read tons of different books with different methods, but you really have to do what works for you. And for me personally, I like the slow and steady and mm -hmm. just like slow and steady and thinking about it. But in the beginning, I did get rid of a lot of stuff, but it was more like surface stuff that I was like, mm -hmm. I just need to get these extra toys out and these letters out and these right. clothes we don't need. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so that was yeah. like, <laughs> but then all the other things like kitchen gadgets and appliances and like the bigger stuff, that was more of like the slow process of thinking about it. And yeah, and that worked yeah. for us, but some people don't work that way. So it's just, you got to do what works for you kind of. Yeah. Kinda yeah. 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 I always think the comparison between sort of the, I've made this before fly lady and Marie Kondo, like there's two very different methods. They're both really valuable, but yeah. depending on your season that you're in and um, you know, depending on your personality type and all that uh, you know, a combination of the two or whatever. And now we have Kelly's course. <laughs> it again let us know because i think i'd love to to um let our listeners uh know about that when it's when it's happening again that would be great um so i one of the things i, I always like and you're good at takeaway um is is okay what do you what would your top three tips be for uh, for moms um wanting to get started they're overwhelmed they're sitting there they're having that moment that you had that i had that you know it was like ah. Uh, drowning you know what what are the top three tips you would say to get started good question so everyone starts in different places and that's like one thing that i often share you know there's no like rules it's not like you have to do this first and you have to do this first and everyone's going to start in different places but i think a really good place to start is really like what we've been talking about the values and priorities because everything kind of flows from what matters most and <laughs> i know you have a book on that too bonnie that i've read Love it. Um, but really right like looking at that and then everything kind of flows from that that is a great place to start and it's not um and it's yeah that's different than just decluttering your home but it just it it just i didn't really i kind of started there i kind of like went slowly through everything at the same time but for somebody who's just like okay give me tell me where to start that's a great place to start um, and the second 
thing that I would share is um, that's helpful for a lot of people is just start in one area. So if you're if you're talking more about, um, yeah, start in one area. It could be something from routines, like making bedtime routines simpler, or it could be decluttering, like declutter your pantry, one shelf, or I, I have a, a friend who's like one drawer at a time. So one area at a time. And um, I think it was your podcast, Bonnie, or you, your podcast on talking about like, um, um, uh, like spiritual life with your children and you're talking about just like adding one little habit at a time like kind of right over over time and and I love that so like yes yeah, so the second thing is focus on one area at a time if that works for you I might not right so but that's a lot of people like doing that and I do that for maintenance decluttering just one area at a time instead of like oh my gosh the house is a disaster I have to do everything right now <laughs> And, and the third um, thing for getting started is to find some accountability, whether that's through reading a book or finding like an Instagram community, which is what I've done too, is that I found people who live similarly as me, like minimal, simple living, and I love them all so much. And it's just so wonderful to go on and be like, oh my gosh, these are my people <laughs> and to learn from them and with them because it's so hard as you know, it's so hard to do life alone in any area of our life, spiritual or decluttering or, um, you know, homeschooling, like we need community. We are meant for community. So, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because just re just before COVID actually happened, um, I had some moms that we meet monthly, you know, just at a coffee shop in the evening and, um, you know, just a, a group of local moms. And I usually do sort of some sort of short talk and then we have discussion. And they asked if I would sort of host a um, uh, kind of getting your house in order um, session, right? So for, I think it was over four weeks or five weeks. And we just broke down the whole thing. Like it wasn't really work for me. I mean, I was sort of giving ideas. Okay, let's work on this this week. But it was just an accountability group, really. And, um, you know, I made some sort of lists of things they could look at and areas of the house that they could work on and whatever. But I mean, any of us could do that is just throw it out there. You know, hey, um, I am going to start simplifying my life. And, you know, this is what I want to start doing. Anyone want to join me, right? You know, on your Facebook page or Instagram or whatever. And that's just kind of a bit of a motivator and kind of exciting to share your successes and laugh about your mm -hmm. failures. <laughs> as long as you're willing to do that right so um so yeah those are great tips thank you so much fantastic um i just have one more question and that is would you recommend any resources for moms who don't know where to start or who want to move forward from just wherever they are yeah um there's so many books out there so i had a hard time kind of like fine-tuning so i actually asked my community on Instagram. Um, the one for me, myself, um, clutter wise, I really like Joshua Becker's take on things. Um, the book is called Clutter Free with Kids and that's by Joshua Becker. I just love his perspective on things. Um, and well, now this is, knows, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> and this is from my community. I've heard of this book, never read it, but they really suggested it. It's called um, Simplicity Parenting by Kim John Payne and another one they suggested which I also have to read I have like a massive book list I'm always reading right I'm like, I don't we all I know 
And the third one they really suggested is Simple Happy Parenting by Danae Barahona. I hope I said that correctly. So those are all, these are all books I gather. Yeah, they're all three books and um, homeschooling wise, um, because I know there's a lot of homeschoolers watch. There's two books, um, Teaching from Rest, where it really was so, I think I started it probably the second year, the first year into homeschooling. And that was such great encouragement to me. And it's one of those books that you can go back to. So I love that book. And um, Homeschooling Simplified, What Matters Most (laughs) Exactly. I did read it and I remember messaging you, Bonnie, about how much I loved it. And I think that it just, again, just drove home what matters most, right? So those two books for homeschooling and simplifying um, your homeschool slash home life were, yeah, so you've got the list of three and then the homeschooling specific ones. Okay, fantastic. Well, you've given us tons of stuff to to read and to think about and, and I'm so grateful for what you're doing because I think that... Uh, we're all benefiting from it. And, you know, like, I, I, I just really enjoy being on your Instagram because it's just so gratifying. It's just gratifying. It's beautiful and it's gratifying. So thank you for, for all that you do and for sharing your, um, your journey with us. Thanks for having me. Okay. Thank you so much. And uh, for up and coming, for if anybody wants to submit questions, either spinoffs of this, um, this episode, uh, we'll have all of Kelly's contact information on our um, uh, show notes in the show notes and you can get us uh, reach us via Instagram uh, message on Instagram message on our Facebook group make joy normal or homeschool moms who drink wine or mine personally Bonnie Landry <laughs> Facebook so God bless and have a great day ladies thank you okay, okay. thank you Kelly bye